I know what to do And I say to you I heard what you said On the radio every day And I'm pissed to see Say you wanna hurt me Now you're making me Make this my gay pimp destiny on Have we made any progress? Of course we've made progress. Have we not made any progress? Of course we haven't made any progress, but certain things we've lost. A huge number of gay people do not self-identify first and foremost as gay. Until we can self-identify every one of us first and foremost as gay before anything else, we're not going to be able to put a population out there that's meaningful. I consider myself gay first before I'm a gay before I'm a gay man or a gay Jew or 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 a gay writer or a gay activist. I am gay. And that dictates every way, everything I do, how I look at things, how I react, how I write. Uh, once again we're leaderless, once again we're unfocused, once again we're not angry enough. With a stupid world Where's my dummy gun? Shoot him up Bang, bang, bang I say we forget the noise Take them one by one Get it done Hey, hey, hey Our society Better when we left alone The hypocrisy Seeing that you will but you won't And welcome to Project Shadow, episode number 576. Yeah. Hi. We did not have an episode yesterday because I was just too angry to get on the mic. And I'm still kind of there. <laughs> I, I, I am still in a place where all I want to do is scream and shout and let it all out. I just, I, if somehow you haven't heard by now, over the weekend, there were two terrorist attacks planned, one actually carried out against the LGBT community, one in Orlando that killed, last I heard, 49 people. Some people are saying 50, but they're counting the monster who did this in that count, and that's wrong. And there were 53 injured in the hospital. The other one, thank God, was thwarted. There was a man from Indiana who was heading out to LA Gay Pride with an assault rifle 
high-capacity clips, and bomb-making materials. And fortunately, the Santa Monica police were able to apprehend him, and that one didn't happen. And what infuriates me about all of this is that so few places and people are putting these two things together. Because that idiot in Orlando made a rambling 911 call where he claimed affiliation with ISIS and with the Al-Nusra Front and with the Boston Bombers who were all three unrelated. And in fact, the Al-Nusra Front and ISIS fight each other. So that doesn't even make sense that you would be a member of two groups that are currently trying to kill each other at the same time. This was a madman. Just like the madman who was heading out to L.A. and who fortunately was stopped in Santa Monica. They had one thing in common. Well, two things. One, they were both easily able to get assault weapons and high-capacity clips. And two, they had an irrational fear and hatred of gay people and the LGBTQ community in its entirety. These are the two things that they had in common. These are the two things that actually caused the tragedy that we went through over the weekend and that those families are going to be going through for the rest of their lives. Discrimination in this country is a talking point. And who are we to say who's right and who's wrong because everyone's entitled to their own opinion? Yes, this is the United States. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. But when someone is being a bigot, you call them out for being a bigot. You're allowed to say your bigoted things, and we're allowed to call you a bigot for saying them. And the fact that we have these two men being treated so differently is offensive. It's offensive to everyone who died while they were out with their friends dancing. Died hanging out with their friends died for having the audacity to think they should have a good night out died because of who they love or who it's assumed that they love because you know what i've been to gay bars my entire life I used to hang out in gay bars I used to do drag in gay bars and you know what not everyone in a gay bar is gay I know, it's a surprise. It's a shock. So who knows who all this madman killed because he thought he was getting rid of 
gay people. Who knows who the other madman would have shot if he had made it to gay pride in Los Angeles. And this, there are a lot of people going on and on about gun control. And I'm, I don't have the energy for that. I, I don't. The, the intro that I cut together for this episode has Wrong Fag to Fuck With by Johnny McGovern at the beginning of it. At the end, it's RuPaul's Get Your Rebel On. And in the middle, you hear the voice of Larry Kramer, the founder of ACT UP, founder of Gay Men's Health Crisis. If you haven't seen The Normal Heart on HBO, you really should see it. He wrote that. And he's right. And that audio is not a new statement. That audio comes from an interview he did with Lady Bunny when Barack Obama became president. So almost eight years ago, Larry said those things. And for almost eight years, many of us have been saying this. And I don't know who I'm mad at. Of course, I'm mad at the moron who killed those people. Thinking he was doing something good. Killing people never does anything good. Ever. I think you're doing good by killing people. But we should have seen this coming. We really should have. I've been thinking about this for months. It's one of the reasons why I haven't been doing the podcast regularly. Because with all of the vitriol and anger about freaking bathrooms and who can pee where, I was just waiting. I was just waiting. But you can't let trans people in a bathroom because they're going to rape innocent women and children. No. They've been in the bathroom all along and nothing's happened. You just didn't know that they were in the bathroom. And I wish I could say that bathrooms weren't an issue, but I am kind of the unofficial LGBTQ coordinator for a convention in Maryland. And just last year, we got complaints from some of the trans people who attend. And this is a sci-fi convention where you'd think people would be a bit more open-minded. But we got some complaints from some of the trans people that they were not treated well in the bathrooms to the point where they asked me to go to the hotel and ask what the hotel's policy was on it and to ask if there were any maybe handicapped bathrooms that were unisex that they could use so they wouldn't have to deal with this. How demeaning is that in the United States of America to have to ask because of who you are to use a handicapped toilet? And I mean that even for people who are in wheelchairs. Why do you have to have a special bathroom for them? Why aren't all the bathrooms accessible? Why isn't everything accessible? 
Why are we treating people like this? Why does anyone think that it's right to hate other people because of who they love? Just think about that for a minute. How nonsensical and backwards is that thinking? Oh, you love somebody, so I hate you. Really? That, that makes sense to you somehow. That because I don't love someone on your approved list, you have the right to hate me? You have the right to hate my people? You have the right to come after us? To hurt us? To hate us? To kill us? This happened in Florida. A state where any of those people in the hospital could be fired for having been in that gay club because that's legal in the state of Florida. Any one of them, once their boss finds out that they were shot in a gay club, could fire them for that to add insults on, into injury. And you know what? I'm going to try to think the best I can about my country and think, no, no, that's not going to happen. But, you know, with 53 people in the hospital, and please, God, let all 53 of them get out. There's a chance that one of them will lose their job, end up having to quit their job because of harassment, because now their co-workers, who may not have known before that they were gay, now know that they're gay. How many of those people were out to their family? I've been thinking about that a lot. Can you imagine if this is how you came out to your family? I mean, with 53 people, there's a chance that one of them was still in the closet. Maybe they hadn't come out as gay. Maybe they hadn't come out as trans. Maybe. And so the first thing their parent hears is, oh, you're gay. And you're in the hospital because a man, mad, madman shot you for being gay. There's a chance that that could happen. There's a chance that that could be true. And that's one of the things that has been keeping me up at night thinking about that. Because we live in a country where you don't know how anyone's going to react when you come out. So instead of just having it be a normal part of conversation, you soul search for months, years. I knew I was gay when I was 9, 10 years old. I didn't come out to anyone until I was 18. It was a couple days after my 18th birthday. I was at a homecoming party. And luckily for me, that I hung out with the right kind of people, when I just blurted it out, my friend Kim looked me right in the eyes and said, well, duh. And I started crying. Because she knew. They all knew. 
It's not like it was a secret, really. It was unspoken, but it wasn't really a secret. And luckily that I had those people, because as news propagated around the school that I was out, that's when the harassment really started. Campus crusade for Christ threw things at me in the hallway. They called me Antichrist. Because I dared to love someone not on their approved list. Yeah, really. Well, my husband and I have been together almost 20 years. 20. January, it'll be 20 years. What do you... I, I, I don't even I don't even know how to deal with this. Because I'm angry. I'm hurt. I'm upset. But I live in a town where right on the main strip in town there's a giant billboard. <laughs> a giant billboard between a Buffalo Wild Wings. And a pizza inn that, in white letters on a black background reminiscent of the ISIS flag, says homosexuality is a sin. Yep. Every day I go into town, I have to see that. Every day when I go into town, I have to be reminded that I'm in a place where enough people, or at least someone with enough money feels that they're justified in putting up a giant billboard in town. I'm talking about, you know, one of those like 20, 30 foot billboards. You know, you see Coca-Cola ads on and insurance ads and all that stuff. Yeah. One of those. It says homosexuality is a sin. Well, that's not the Jesus I know. The Jesus I know says that you should love your neighbor as yourself. The Apostle John said, whoever does not know love does not know God. And you are not being very loving, Mr. Christian, sir. But that's the country we live in. That's the country that we think it's all right to live in. That's the circumstances that we allow to go on. And while people are getting distracted and talking about ISIS and ignoring what happened, what almost happened in LA, think about that. In one day, we almost had two mass shootings against the LGBTQ community. In one day. Two different people, two different places, two different, probably, let's say, excuses for doing it, but the reason is the same. I am a gay man. 
Eh, that's not even correct to say. I am a gay, gender, queer person who has been married for almost 20 years to the same man. And that's first. That's why I played that clip from Larry Kramer, because I have not been able to get my, that out of my head. Because I've had so many arguments, especially with younger people, that it's all better now. It's all better now. And like Larry said in that first quote, yeah, we, we've accomplished some things, and we haven't accomplished a thing. Yeah, it's wonderful. We got gay marriage. We got our moonshot. Because the Supreme Court said so. That wasn't by popular vote. And yes, now we have the majority on that and on a lot of other things, but still, in the majority of states in the United States, you can be fired, kicked out of your house for being gay, for being trans. There are states passing bills saying that you have to take your birth certificate with you to the bathroom to prove that you're in the right bathroom for your gender. That's the country we live in now. We're divided on this because we think it's all right to discriminate. And if you are LGBTQ, be that. Be that first, be that foremost. Have that first and foremost in your mind. Because it doesn't matter how you see yourself. I know it's really popular now to be all about self-identity and self-identification and I see myself as an artist or I see myself as a flower or whatever. I don't care how you see yourselves. This is how they see us. That's all we are to them. It doesn't matter that I'm a preacher, which I'm sure you can tell from the way I've talked today. It doesn't matter what else it is about us. The first, and in these poor, poor people's case, the last thing that these people saw, that this person saw, was that they were LGBTQ. They were gay. They were faggots. So you have to take that word back. If you flinched when I said that, I don't know whether to say that's good or not. You have to take the word back. You really do. Because you need to have the presence of mind when you hear it to know if somebody's saying it playfully or if somebody's about to hurt you. Because unfortunately, we still live in a country where that's true. And yes, we're better than a lot of other countries. In Uganda in Syria, in Iran, in Saudi Arabia. They crucify gay people in Saudi Arabia. So yeah, legally, we're better off. We don't get rounded up and killed by the government. Or by those pretending to be the government. But you need to have solidarity with our brothers and sisters 
and everything in between in all of these countries. Because that's what they see. And they need to see us for who we are. We are people. We're not just people like them. We are a people. There's more of us than anyone realized. A recent survey showed, in England at least, that at least among the younger people, 46% identified as at least bisexual. That's the B in LGBT. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgendered, queer questioning. Forty-six percent. That feels about right. Because sexuality, like gender, is a spectrum. There are the gold star gays like me, who I have never been with a woman. I have no interest of being with a woman. But then again, I've met gold star heterosexual men who have never been with a man, have no interest in being with a man. But you know what? Most of us are somewhere in between. This monster in Orlando was on Grinder. This monster in Orlando was at this gay bar drinking several times. Now, maybe he was casing the joint. Maybe. Or maybe, like with most homophobes, he was gay and hated himself because he bought into the propaganda that loving someone of the same gender is wrong. I don't know. And to be honest, I don't know that we will ever know. But when I hear people like Donald Trump say that what we needed there was people with guns, you know what, there was a person there with a gun. Three people fired at the gunman. And you know what? The gunman still killed 49 people. Guns don't solve problems. Murder doesn't solve problems. Death doesn't solve problems. Death doesn't do anything but kill people. What solves problems is changing society. What solves problems is changing the world. I've been very honest about my life and my experiences I've gotten such touching letters and emails from you guys when it came to the episode I did when the gay marriage decision came through. I really didn't want to do an angry episode. And I know I've been rambling. I know I've been rambling. And I had to say something. I couldn't just stay silent. I had to speak up. As ACT UP so beautifully said, silence equals death. And they meant that about the AIDS crisis, but it's so true about so many different things. Silence equals death. 
speak up, be heard, and love honestly, openly, and so fully that your love shakes people to the core. So that's how we change this. Through compassion. It's hard, hard to think about that at a time like this. Very hard. But that's how we change things. We have been winning in the court of public opinion because, well, even if you don't think you know someone who's LGBTQ, everybody knows who Ellen is. Out celebrities have helped the cause a lot. Whatever you think about Caitlyn Jenner, all of a sudden everybody knew a trans person. Be open with your love. Don't let this close your heart. You have a right to be angry. I'm angry. But the answer here, what we have to do, is turn that anger into action. If someone does not support hate crimes legislation, we do not vote for them. If someone does not support anti-discrimination legislation, we do not vote for them. If someone does not support equality, and I mean that across the board, if you're not for LGBT rights, we don't vote for you. If you're not for women's rights, we don't vote for you. If you're not for equality amongst the various ethnic groups that call this country home, we will not vote for you. And I don't care what your words are. If you're not active in pushing for equality, we will not vote for you. That's how we make a difference. We let our voice be heard. We love fiercely. And we dance through the night. I love you all. You guys have been so helpful and so supportive. Thank you for letting me get that off my chest. It really helps. Hopefully tomorrow I will be back with a regular episode of Project Shadow. Until then... Keep your arms around the ones you love. Let the first and last words out of your mouth be, I love you. Take care of one another. Thank you for everything. See you tomorrow. Have the fun.